Hello, and welcome to the Hinterviews podcast with Peter Hinton, produced by the National Arts Center English Theatre, and coming to you from the Panorama Room of Canada's National Arts Center in Ottawa. I'm Sean Fitzpatrick. Welcome to the second interview podcast for the 2008-2009 international season. In each episode, we will take you into the intimate world of the artists and creative minds behind the productions on stage at the National Arts Centre English Theatre. In them, Artistic Director Peter Hinton chats with guest artists associated with the program. In this interview podcast, Peter speaks with two actors from the production, Ajay Kumar, who plays Phyllis Strait and Puck, and Shandan Roy Senau, who plays Lynn Sander in director Tim Supple's version of Shakespeare's A Midsummer Night's Dream that played from October 29th to November 15th here at the NAC Theatre. For more information about the NAC Theatre Company's production of A Midsummer Night's Dream, please visit www.nac-cna.ca slash dream. And now, here are Peter Hinton with Ajay and Shandan. And thank you for coming for the interview for A Midsummer Night's Dream. Uh, today is a very, very special afternoon at the National Arts Centre because not only, as always, do we have artists involved in this afternoon's production, we have two actors who are in this afternoon's production. So when we finish today, these guys are going to be running downstairs and getting into costume, and you'll see them on stage uh, very quickly when you come in. Um, I'm very, very excited and proud to introduce to you Ajay Kumar and Shandan Roy Sanal. And uh, Ajay plays Philostrate and Puck in the production. Ah. And Shandan plays Lysander. And I wanted to just tell you a little bit about each of them, and we'll talk for about 20 minutes, and then have a time for a few questions from you, and then uh, we'll uh, go to the show. Um, Ajay. Ajay performs in Hindi and in English, and he started his theatre career in Patna, and he worked on an acclaimed play by a group called Nirman Kalamanch, and after he graduated in 2000 from the National School of Drama in New Delhi, he performed with their repertory company for three years. He's worked under many of India's most reputed directors. Um, he has worked as a musical director, a singer, a lyricist for over 30 plays. And he teaches theater music at the New School of Drama. He also performs in films and television, and he's currently working on a musical recitation of poetry uh, based on a traditional folk form where the soloist acts as well as sings the narrative. He also translates scripts, and he translated the Hindi sections of the play in this production. So, Ajay Kumar, welcome. 
Shandan Roy Sanyal, um, he performs in the show in Bengali and in English. Uh, Shandan is a, he describes himself a nomad of sorts. Uh, bitten by the theater bug in Delhi, at the age of 19, he moved to Bhopal, where he worked with Habib Tanvir's famed Naya Theater. And returning to Delhi, he learned the martial dance form of Chow and helped form a college theater uh, troupe in Antara. Uh, his search for broader horizons, he moved to Mumbai in 2002. <laughs> I love this. Supporting his theater career with a job as a lecturer in mathematics. <laughs> okay. John Mighton might be very interested in Shandane. Um, he has uh, performed in a, a wide variety of roles in India, in, uh, including in a production of Romeo and Juliet, which is uh, interesting and in today. And um, he has uh, a founding member and formed a company in 2004 called Proscenium Theatre, dedicated to rejuvenating Hindi theatre in Mumbai. Uh, directing plays as well as performing in them. And uh, he also has, uh, he works in film as well and uh, has an ambition to direct his own film one day. So please join me in welcoming Shandan Roy Sanyal. So I think what I'll do is I'd like to open and talk about um, how you came to be involved in A Midsummer Night's Dream, how... How did the project first uh, happen for you? I did like, okay. Uh, <laughs> see, Tim came to India in uh, 2005. Tim Supple, this is Tim the director. Tim director. He's from England. He came to India in 2005 and he's been working on this project for like four to five years now. So he came to India and uh, I think before that he came to India with his uh, comedy of errors because he was, it was a Royal Shakespeare Company production. So when he came to India, he liked the our culture so much that uh, he wanted to come back and work with Indian actors one day. And that's when the complete works of Shakespeare happened in Stratford-upon-Avon after it was a one year long festival. And then Tim decided to direct Midsummer Night's Dream with Indian actors. So he came to India in 2005 and uh, audition thousands of Indian actors for like five, six months. And then uh, he selected about 70 odd people from the whole country and then he put them in a, in a room of 70 actors and he, he worked extensively for seven days on workshopping on the script. And that's where Ajay, me and a lot of other actors you'll see in the production, we all met. And for the whole day, we used to, he used to give us a scene and ask us to like improvisation and show him the scene in the evening. And every day in the evening, we used to all sit there and watch and be proud of ourselves. Like, not bad, you know, like, <laughs> we could do so much, you know, because you see in India, there's so much of culture and uh, languages, food habits, uh, temperature changes. In the north, it's very cold. In the south, it's very humid and hot mountains. So people come from all over the country and suddenly I, my eyes also opened to my own country and I was sitting in the room and saw so many people from different uh, strata of society and uh, acting abilities and traditions. They all came together and used to do Shakespeare in a different way. Somebody suddenly I could see someone climbing up, somebody's jumping, somebody's playing drums. This sort of things happen and then Tim selected uh, 23 performers 
from them and we are like one, two of them and then this is how it happened and then we travelled all over India, uh, we went to Stratford uh, upon Avon uh, to open the festival and then we closed the festival uh, the very next year in 2007. We went to Australia, uh, we, we were in Canada, Toronto, Luminato Festival and uh, England, all over UK and America. So it's, we've been on this journey for two and a half years now. And from Ottawa, you guys go, go on to, to Chicago? Yeah, we go to Columbus, Columbus Ohio, and then Chicago. Yeah. And will that be the end of the tour? or? Uh, as of now, it looks like to be the end of the tour, but uh, hopefully people, we are hopeful that people will invite us again to some other festivals next year. So let's see. One of the very unique features of this production, and I'm sure on a lot of people's minds today, is this is a production that is in eight languages. And uh, we were corrected last night, actually, uh, that it could be nine languages because of adieu, adieu. <laughs> so there could be some French in there. There's some French in there. Uh, how did that come about, that decision to do it in eight languages? And um, how has that been for you as a company? Like uh, Shandon's, you know, saying that people from a sort of huge country like India, uh, how, was that, how did that come about and as with, a translator? <laughs> with this question, I am going to add one more question <clears throat> answer. <laughs> I'm not so fluent in English. Uh, Sometimes I can't explain myself in English because I am fluent in Hindi, but I can understand English. So if I will feel some trouble, Chandan will translate both of sides. You to me, me to you. Oh, we've got a Hindi speaker over here, yeah. too. <laughs> Maybe rely on you. And this question, my answer for this question is this also, that Chandan will translate both you to me, me to you. <laughs> what Tim Sapal did. Kya hua? I'm saying in Hindi, he will translate you. कि जब हम भी मिले इस प्रोडक्शन के लिए तो जैसा चंदन ने कहा कि बहुत सारे लोग बहुत सारे कल्चर से आए थे और हम खुद ही नहीं समझ पा रहे थे कि हिंदुस्तान के इतने सारे कल्चर एक साथ कैसे इकट्ठा हो गए लाइक हाउ आई टोल्ड यू बिफोर दैट हाउ ऑल ऑफ अस गॉट टुगेदर इन दैट रूम एंड वी लॉक वंडरिंग हु दे आर वेयर दे फ्रॉम एंड हाउ इट हैपन विद सो मच ऑफ कल्चर सो ही वाज आल्सो फेल्ट लाइक मी आप जिस तरीके से अभी ये नाटक देखेंगे और आपको लगेगा कि आप इंग्लिश के अलावा बाकी सारी चीजें नहीं समझ पा रहे हैं हमारे लिए भी ठीक वैसा ही है हम भी एक या दो से ज्यादा भाषाएं इस नाटक में नहीं समझ पाते दो भी नहीं समझ पाता वो तो सिर्फ इंग्लिश समझता है उसको और कुछ नहीं समझ में आता पर उसने ये बहुत अच्छा काम किया जब हम रिहर्सल शुरू कर रहे थे हम लोग और हुआ कि इतनी सारी भाषाओं को कैसे एक साथ लाया जाए और कैसे एक प्ले बनेगा शेक्सपियर का तो एक उपाय हमारे सामने था कि क्यों ना हम सारी भाषाओं को छोड़ करके एक ऐसा लैंग्वेज बनाए जो भाषाओं से ऊपर आपके सामने दर्शकों के सामने लाया जा सके So when uh, Tim started working on this play, uh, since he spoke only one language, which was English, so he told us one very important thing that, see, there's nothing, language is fine, but let's form another language which is beyond the boundaries of all these languages, which would be human emotion and truth. So the first thing we had to do with this project was when 
शुरू किया था रिहर्सल पांडिचेरी में तो हम एक दूसरे को डिफरेंट डिफरेंट बैकग्राउंड से आए थे और कुछ नहीं समझ पाया में आता था कि हम क्या कर रहे हैं ये क्या करेगा पूरा नाटक मिडसमर नाइट ड्रीम रिहर्सल में पंद्रह दिन तक समझ में ही नहीं आया कि हम क्या करने वाले हैं कुछ नहीं the first 15 days we also didn't know what we were doing on stage man <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody somebody gets up from here and starts speaking in tamil and like i'm waiting for my cue and it's done so, and then the other one goes so it was like for 15 days we didn't know who was like what was happening man like we didn't couldn't figure out <laughs> और उसके बाद जब धीरे 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 हम एक दूसरे के इमोशन और एक्शन को समझने लगे और थ्रू द स्क्रिप्ट चूंकि शेक्सपियर हमारे सामने था तो हम समझ गए कि अच्छा ये शेक्सपियर है अब लाइन बाय लाइन वो क्या बोल रहा है मुझे समझना है तो थ्रू द शेक्सपियर हमने एक दूसरे को समझना शुरू किया और तब जाके एक नई भाषा बनने लगी जो न शेक्सपियर की थी न इंडियन रह गई थी वो हमारी एक्टरों की भाषा थी and after 15 days we started following one language which was shakespeare language what she was trying to portray through the lines the emotions in them we tried to we caught that emotion and then after those 15 days we started forming another language which was an actor's language and not a shakespearean language or any indian language it was an actor's language and we started communicating with each other each other on stage aur wo aap abhi thodi der mein dekhenge we will see in a while How it's it's funny because you know we had a a big debate about whether we should it's and it's very it's costly you know to uh, invest in having surtitles and then you get into okay if there's surtitles are they shakespearean verse so do you want to read the show and i think you'll agree when you see it there's a, a process of adjustment because we're so used to just hanging on to a language we understand that's how you comprehend you have to look for other things to hang on to the same way you might have when you were creating the show that language takes over as an audience and uh, uh it's so visual we didn't want you to have to be looking up like that you know reading for the entire thing and i i think that it's very easy for you rather than us because we are following seven languages you are following only two languages <laughs> because one is english and, and second is indian language <laughs> yes. no tamil no adjia adjia it should be a sound to you the other sound seven languages would be a sound to you like we know that this is tamil this is marathi this is english this is sinhalese this is whatever but for you it will be english and another sound you know <laughs> so it's easy for you <laughs> i like to tell you a very interesting thing because we're talking about languages when we when we prepared the play i mean when the rehearsals were over we did the four, we did our first first show for a couple of people we were like we performed in a small auditorium we were rehearsing in pondicherry which is the southern part of uh, india and it was a french colony before so in pondicherry we were living in this nice uh, area with a lot of trees and uh, you know what i'm saying like clean environment no sound no telephones nothing you were just rehearsing used to work 12 hours a day get up in the morning and do yoga eat a little breakfast then do music then martial arts stick fight uh, shakespeare this that and the first show we did i still remember it was on 14th of february mm. 2006 and uh, it was a small room like one for the size of this room and there were people sitting on all the sides and it was like a rehearsal and it says in completion and we performed for people who worked in that village 
There were villagers who were illiterate people. They don't understand English, nothing. They don't know who Shakespeare was, what we were trying to do, what is this production, where is it going? Probably they've never seen a play in their life and they were watching a Shakespeare play and we performed for about 60, 70 people, kids, old people, and they were all villages. They were all illiterate people. They, they never studied anything. And in the end, they had tears in their eyes because they just followed the emotion of the play, the production. And Tim Supple knew that. I mean, we all knew that. We have you had something. Yeah. How um, well is the play A Midsummer Night's Dream known in India? It's very well known. Very, very, very well yeah, known. Yeah, we have it in school curriculum and in colleges, yeah. yeah. People study Shakespeare for, uh, for theses and all that. It's very common, Shakespeare. So it's very, it's as well known there as it is here in North America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, after UK, England, yes, Shakespeare is most popular in India. In India, <laughs> because we have lots of since India, we have like so many languages and dialects, and Shakespeare translation are there in all, mostly all the languages. People. And almost we have uh, thirty or forty translate. Translation for Shakespeare in India, mm. in different, and different, cult, different languages. Thirty, almost thirty. Almost thirty. Almost 30. Wow. In every language, Hindi, yeah, English, yeah. Marathi, Gujarati, Tamil, Kannada. Yeah. Shakespeare is everywhere. And all the thirty-seven <laughs> plays. Wow. And is there a st like a a style that Shakespeare is performed in in India? Like this production is very unique for the the <coughs> dance, the music, the. The, the fairies are so fantastic, the way they're conceived. Uh, is, that as, is it as unique in India as it is here? It's not like uh, that they are doing in England, in the traditional Shakespearean style. In India, we are doing Shakespeare in different style. After 100 kilometers, the food will change, costume will change, language will change. So how you can do Shakespeare in one style? So they are doing Lots yeah. of style we have, folk, experimental, everything. We are doing Shakespeare. I saw a Shakespeare play, Othello, for eight hours because it was in Kathakali. So they are performing one line for five minutes. <laughs> and they are holding their emotions like amazingly. They are expressing through the body. And they did, then I asked one, uh, a guy from the company, so you are doing in eight hours. But no, we actually we edited. It was for 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Whole night, they're performing Othello. So that kind of tradition also, it was there. <laughs> wow. like, like, like this one, he, like, you know, like we have uh, the Ramayana, which is like done for nine days. It's also a <coughs> form of theater, which every evening you see a different section of the book. So it happens for nine days. And on the ninth day, the truth takes over evil and all that, and the Ravana dies, and everybody is happy and all that. So that play happens is actually done in the play form, and people uh, from everywhere, everyone goes, and it's like a traditional thing. It's like a it's like a very respectful thing to go and watch that production. And it, you know, who all works in that production? People who sell cigarettes, or someone who sells alcohol or someone who cleans the floor, or someone who's a school teacher is directing the production, and all these people, they get together to do that play, right? Yeah. And it happens for nine days, and then people go and watch it. And don't, you, don't, you don't have to pay anything, you just find your place and just watch the production. 
So that's I wonder is was there any influence of that kind of tradition in uh, you know the mechanicals and the way that they're portrayed because uh, it's something to really look for in this production is in in Canadian productions the mechanicals are often um, only comic mm-hmm. sort of ba- bad actors who. <laughs> And it. here, there's a different spirit to them. There's, they have integrity. Mm. And I, when you were describing that festival, I thought of, I thought of them immediately. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually like that. I'm, uh, Tim has got that thing out of that. Yeah. Probably he saw in the culture there, the people that, the mechanicals, they're just not like, normally people uh, in various production I have seen, like you said, they mock the mechanical yes. like they don't they can't act they yeah. they're just doing bad acting and people are laughing but in this one you will see that there is certain sort of integrity and truth about it they're trying to do a production to the best of their abilities and then if it happens it happens it doesn't happen it doesn't happen and uh, i think why it is that when somebody or kind of uh, mechanicals they are doing play or they are doing theater they are doing more with more honesty than actors because they don't know anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> because they don't, don't know, actors know everything. Yeah. So, he is putting his, his whole experiences. But they don't know anything, so they are putting whole honesty that we have to do something and we have to create some new thing, everything. It's not new, but for them, it's very new and very challenging. So, more honesty is going with mechanicals. So in this production, Tim Supple did this. So mechanical should be more honest, more, ener- more energetic, yeah. and more creative, rather than Lysander, Harmia, and actors. Because, okay, they are characters. They are, has certain emotions. But mechanicals, beyond the limitations, beyond the emotion, beyond the gestures, they should try to do something else. That's yes. why it's like. I'd like each of you to speak. Um, uh, what is it like playing Lysander? And uh, what have you f- discovered about him? Uh, the lovers in this production, too, are uh, a beautiful, beautiful concept of it. Because they, too, can easily be interpreted as just, you know, what have you found playing Lysander? And I'd love you to talk about just a little bit about Puck and one of the funnest parts. I, when I first read the play, and obviously I was confused, like, who's running after whom? <laughs> <laughs> is, is this my girl? No. She said, no, no, she's the one. So then I, you know, <laughs> and all that stayed in my head and while portraying, while improvising also the character, it's still, I mean, I'm, that confusion is still there in my head, you know, like uh, sometime it happens. And I used to wonder like who we are running after, who I'm running after, after Helena or Hermia. And I found basically in most of the productions I've seen, and I, I mean, they're very one-dimensional character. Like you want the girl and you go after her and all that. So I, I thought it was very boring. Lysander is a very boring actor, character, and it's, there's no fun in it. There's nothing in it. It's just that you love someone and this. But then Tim had a different approach to it. He wanted the lovers to be wild. So, I mean, you see that in the production. And, <coughs> and then you get to kiss two women. And, you get to <laughs> and then actors keep changing. Like, now we have a new Hermia and Helena. So that way I'm quite happy. <laughs> <laughs> No, but then, yeah, the thing is... Uh, um, <laughs> Get yourself out of that one. 
No, no, but then... Uh, I'm telling. Like, uh, I always thought that uh, it's, they are very boring, the characters. You know, like, you, you read the mechanicals, you see the fairies. They're the lovely characters. They do something to the play. They bring in new energy. And then lovers... I mean, all of us, when we started improvising the character, it took a, us a while to come to that level where other actors were in, and other characters were. Because lovers, the scenes are not that... If you, when the scene opens, you are in a court of Athens, and it's a very, I love you, you love me, let's go and run away and all that. But then what Tim did is he made them wild. Once in the forest, everything comes out. You know, like, you, you're wild. You, want to, you just want that girl, no matter how, you know? And then, it's a, it's, and then there's one scene you'll see, I don't want to tell you, it's, it's like a beautiful scene which Tim has uh, we improvised where Puck is doing something to the lovers and we're all going mad and wild and trying to kill each other and all that. <laughs> you know, so that way, I think this is, I think, one of the best interpretations of lovers. Not because I'm acting, but I thought, I wanted to see that scene from the audience and wonder what it is like. Because actually lovers, I mean, Peter can help me. Like, they look wild on stage, you know. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, like dogs and bitches. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, Puck. पहले पंद्रह दिनों में जब ये नाटक शुरू हुआ था तो बहुत ही बुरी स्थिति थी मेरी और मुझे लग रहा था कि मुझे इस नाटक से निकाल दिया जाएगा क्योंकि पता नहीं क्या क्या हो रहा था और मेरे लिए कोई ट्रांसलेशन नहीं था मेरे पास कोई डायलॉग नहीं थे पंद्रह दिन तक जब मैंने उनको बोला मैंने कहा ठीक है मैं खुद ही ट्रांसलेट कर लेता हूँ और मैं खुद ट्रांसलेट करके हिंदी में इसको करने की कोशिश करता हूँ तो जब मैंने ट्रांसलेट किया तो उस समय मुझे ये समझ में नहीं आ रहा था कि मुझे करना क्या है इस नाटक में मैं क्या करूँगा क्या लाइनें लिख करके मैन फाइनली थॉट दैट ओके नथिंग इज हैपनिंग आई एल सेट डाउन एंड ट्रांसलेट द प्ले बट देन देन ही जब ये नाटक तैयार होना शुरू हुआ जब मेरा रोल शुरू हुआ तो मेरा रोल ये है टिम सपल ने पक के पूरे कैरेक्टर को आज तक शायद ऐसा नहीं हुआ होगा उसने बदल दिया उसने एक सूत्रधार की तरह नाटक के शुरू से लेके आखिरी तक उसको एक थ्रेड की तरह इस्तेमाल किया है आई मीन आई नो इन अदर प्रोडक्शन बट इन दिस प्रोडक्शन वट टिम हैज डन ही इज मेड पक लाइक अ सूत्रधार सूत्रधार इज लाइक अ नैरेटर इन देंस ही इज होल्डिंग द प्ले टूगेदर he he opens the play he brings people he takes them out so he's becomes like joining the thread like all the characters and go, that is what tim has done to puck he's like from day 1 to day 100 aur maine is natak mein jab translate kiya to lagbhag maine 8 panne translate kiye the usne 4 panne kaat diye mere dialogue ke when he translated the first time he wrote like for 8 pages of dialogues whatever and tim cut it into half and threw the other four and kept only four for him aur <laughs> उसके बाद मेरा डायलॉग तो कट काट दिया लेकिन उसने मेरा अपीयरेंस प्रेजेंस ऐसा बनाया इस नाटक में कि शायद सबसे ज्यादा अगर स्टेज पे रहने वाला कोई आदमी इस नाटक में है तो वो मैं ही हूँ एक नया नया इंटरप्रिटेशन है पक्का बट देन ही टुक अवे हिज फोर पेजेस बट देन व्हाट ही गेव हिम इन रिटर्न वॉज ही कैप्ट फ्रॉम लाइक सीन वन टू सीन फाइव लाइक ही वॉज देयर थ्रू आउट द प्ले ही इज द ओनली वन हु सो विजिबल ऑन इन द प्ले इन द प्रोडक्शन So you can see this interpretation yeah. also. <laughs> uh, we have time for a couple of questions from uh, our audience here today. And yes, sir. A question. In choosing the languages, 
was that a coincidence of who the actors were, or were the languages chosen because of the sound, or the context, or the rhythm? So the question was, how were the languages chosen? Was it the languages individual actors happened to have, or was it to do with the sound of the language itself? Or uh, We happened to have the knowledge of the language. Because when we started working, I mean, it could have been in 22 languages, it could have been in only three languages. Why he chose the language? Because what he told me, I remember that, see, the, the language of emotions. So while some of us, uh, some actors are performing in English, and some act, I can, I perform in English and Bengali, and like he performs in only Hindi, and few yeah. important lines which Tim really wanted in the production, which everybody says those lines in English. Now, those languages were chosen because of the emotion. Like, if you could portray as an actor those emotions right and the audience gets it, a job is done. So that's why the languages were chosen like that. It was not because of the sound. Yes? Is the forest used as a character in this play? Yes. The question is, question. is the forest used as a character in the play? Not only character. I can say that forest is a life of this play. You can see... You can see life. The whole wood, whole props, <clears throat> everything is talking to you. Everything is coming to you, like a, an actor. It's a very lively forest. Very lively. Yeah. Forest, for <clears throat> in fact, two or three, uh, space, uh, in two or three points, forest is dancing also. You can see. <laughs> he made like that. Anyone else have a question? Yes. Yeah. The question is, in touring all over the world, are reactions different in different places, or is there a common thread in the reaction it, around the world? It has been... See, there are days when you get like really good appreciation, like what happened last night was madness. Like everybody... Like Canada in Toronto also, and here also. So basically, there are a few favorite countries of mine, like Canada and England. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like people really like it. But there's a common thread at Australia, wherever we go, it's been a common thing, like people like it till we went to America. And then uh, in America we didn't have very great shows and a uh, lot of people walked out uh, during the shows. Like we started with say 700 in the evening and we were left with probably about 400 people. But those 400 in the audience who stayed back, they had the time of their life. That I can assure you. And one mm, big and and a strange reaction <coughs> in Italy, Verona. When we performed, there is pin drop silence. Where we get the reactions from the audiences that they are laughing, they are clapping. They, they didn't uh, do anything. Okay, it's pin drop silence one day. And we are thinking that we are doing very bad. We are bad, <laughs> we are bad actors. We, are, we can't do anything. And they are sitting quietly. And then we, when play ends, they all stand up and they <laughs> and they came to us, wonderful, wonderful. Then I thought, my God, what we did? <laughs> no, in the pin drop silence, yeah. lots of things was happening actually. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So sometimes this kind of reaction also we are getting. <laughs> Shonda, do you think that reaction in the United States is because it's such a unilingual country? <clears throat> yeah, because I was, uh, as an actor, I was a little disappointed. Uh, sure. Um, because some, some, some in the audience were really rude to us. 
and uh, I mean it's I mean it it happens. But I was like I was because uh, I told some people some friends or whosoever like we went to San Francisco and it's a very culture friendly city and people look forward to but actually probably we were in a theater which was this theater called Karun Theater where. A lot of musicals go like the Grease and Chorus Line, and so they have this set audience who probably are uh, their mindset was a, a lot of music and this. Mm. So probably they were disappointed with that <coughs> production, but I don't know. It was, it was quite uh, shocking actually. Uh, we've got time, I think, for one more question. Yeah. The question is, does the language switch from one line to the other, or is there sections, or what have you? Well, you'll definitely see. But, uh, there are sections, and as well as people switch. Like, throughout my play, I switch from language to language. And then, then there are sections where people only perform in one language, and then there are certain lines of Shakespeare which are really important, and people want to hear that in English, you know? Yeah. So those lines are in English. And some people are only performing in one language, so it's, it won't come That's in your way. It's just like a yeah. Well, uh, please, I'd love you to join me in thanking uh, AJ and Shandan so much for coming in tonight today. That's all for the second Hinterviews podcast of the 2008-2009 season. Send us your comments and questions. You can reach us by sending an email to hinterviews at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Don't forget you can subscribe to this and other NAC podcasts by visiting www.nac-cna.ca slash podcasts. There you'll find past episodes, subscription links, and instructions on how to subscribe. You can also easily find this as a free subscription in the podcast section of the iTunes Music Store. Search on Hinterviews. If you'd like to stay in touch with news and updates from the NAC English Theatre, sign up for a free e-bulletin by visiting www.nac-cna.ca slash email alerts. You can also find us on Facebook. Become a fan of the NAC English Theater on Facebook by entering NAC English Theater into the search bar. Until next time, this is Sean Fitzpatrick for Peter Hinton and Company saying goodbye from Canada's National Arts Center in Ottawa.